Hello you guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. I am here with a word today and I wanted to just get it out because sometimes I feel like I can't really say what I hear in my head from God. So I just wanted to get on here and just say it, just do it. And I feel the Holy Spirit actually highlighting that a lot of you guys are in your head. And instead of thinking about the staircase, God is thinking, or God is saying to, to think about the step. Just take it one step at a time. But in order to actually get to the end of the staircase, to the top of the staircase, to the bottom of the staircase, you actually have to take the first step. You have to just do it. So instead of being in your head, God is saying, take action and worry about the rest later. Do your part and let God do the rest. And that was just a side note going off of what I'm about to say. But basically, I feel like the way to actually resist temptation, to not act upon temptation, you literally have to ignore the thoughts that are in your mind. And what I mean by this is you have to recognize that your thoughts aren't your, aren't your own. There are so many different variables to your mind. You have your own thoughts. You have the things that you watched and those thoughts from being a movie, a video, a song, whatever it may be. You have the enemy and you have God. So you have all of these different things coming inside of your mind. And a lot of people don't recognize that some of our thoughts aren't even our own. And one way that you can categorize it is these are fleshly thoughts and these are spirit thoughts. So anything that goes against God's word are the fruit of the spirit, you know that those are your fleshly thoughts. So when you have these thoughts that come into your mind, you know, I'm so lonely. Maybe I should respond to this person. I've been doing so good. Maybe I deserve to actually, you know, go and drink again when you know that this is a problem for you. Acting upon the thoughts that are not aligning with God's word and will for your life is essential to actually being able to decipher right from wrong and actually stopping yourself from acting upon those thoughts because when we're younger when we don't have a complete sense of understanding or a grasp of the lord his will and his word yes we may have heard it but it's a difference to hear it and truly understand it so once you mature you can be a young person and you've matured in that aspect, so you do understand it. You could be an older person and you're just now figuring it out. We all have our own time frame and we all have our own pace of life. So whenever we become aware of these thoughts, then we can know, okay, the last time or looking back at my life, when I had these thoughts and I acted on these things, the results got me nowhere. The results ended in chaos. The results ended in, you know, 
heartbreak. The results ended in financial instability. The results result a lot. The, you know, it affected my health. Whatever it may be, you know by experience, okay, going and doing things in my own will, going and acting off of the thoughts that come into my mind, because yes, those thoughts aren't your own. But if you act upon those thoughts that aren't of God, now you are taking it into your own will, your own hands. You are either being tempted by the enemy or following your fleshly desires. And so you recognize from experience all of these situations when I, where, where I've done that has resulted me in even worse circumstances or nowhere. And it's caused me tra- pain, trouble, heartache, whatever it may be. So now that we're aware of that, we have to recognize that this is really the key to having discipline. This is really the key to resisting temptation. Resisting temptation is not acting on the thoughts, not meditating on the thoughts, not sulking in the thoughts, not basking in the thoughts that are fleshly. Yes, you may have these thoughts, but you do not have to act upon them. You're bored at home. You've been six months in of doing the right thing, not drinking, not smoking, not partying, you know, all these different things, indulging in it and being in clubs and around, you know, sexual immorality. And, you know, you're getting really lonely. You see all these people turning up, living their best lives, and you're tempted. You have these thoughts, man, I want to go out, I want to drink. You've been celibate for a year, you know. You feel like you want to go out and mingle again. And then, boom, you fall into sexual immorality. You fall into a wrong relationship. You think that, you know... You know that you need to be saving and budgeting, but you just have to have these. So you're following your flesh. And those things are not going to produce the right fruit in our life. So, yes, we have these thoughts. It's completely normal. But we have the choice not to act upon these things, understanding that it will not produce good fruit in our life. We are taking our life into our own hands, walking in our own will, and we see where that gets us every single time. So the key to really resisting temptation is to literally ignore those thoughts filter out your thoughts this is why it's important to spend time with god and in in his word because you can compare your thoughts to the word of god to the fruits of the spirit and you can say okay this isn't of god i cast that out god i gave this to you God, why am I battling with this? And so then we can recognize when things aren't our own thoughts, when things are of the flesh. So then that way we have discernment and we know, okay, I am not going to act on this. And there's a lot of scripture that supports this. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. 
So you're not the only one who struggles with these thoughts. You're not the only one who struggles with these temptations. The whole world goes through these things. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. That is 1 Corinthians 10.13. I say, when walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Galatians 5.16.17. And it says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish so what is this telling us this is literally telling us that the flesh and the spirit are at battle with each other so we have a battlefield going on in our mind it's a literal battlefield and so god is saying that he will strengthen your spirit so that way you do not do the things that you wish. You will not be tempted more than you are able to bear. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So we have to understand that basically... When we have a thought in our mind that is not of God and we act on it, we are allowing the flesh to control us. We are allowing the flesh to take over, react. When we do not act on the ungodly thoughts, the temptations, we are literally being led by the Spirit. When our body doesn't want to move, and we are being tempted by ungodly thoughts. The spirit takes over and actually leads the body. There are times when our when our flesh doesn't want to move, but our spirit is saying, this is the godly thing to do. And the spirit moves the flesh. So you act. You may not want to do something, but you know you need to do it. So you get up out of the bed in the morning. You go and give the homeless person $5 even though you're struggling and you don't know how you're going to be able to pay your rent. You know, you go and spend time with the person that's lonely and you're busy, you're overwhelmed, but you're trying to do the right things. So you're allowing the flesh to actually act. And there are some times where our flesh just wants to go, it wants to just run. It wants to be like, she's a runner, she's a track star. <laughs> like, just zoom, go. But... Our spirit is saying, no, 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 no. We need to sit still. So we need to decipher between, is the spirit telling me to move or is the spirit telling me to stay? Is the, is the spirit telling me to act upon this thought or is the spirit telling me to resist? And by going to God, our well, that quenches our thirst, being filled up with him, spending time in his presence 
we are then able to be strengthened, to be able to have discernment, to be able to have eyes that see and ears that hear and can really truly know when a thought is of God and when a thought is of the flesh, when our thoughts are feeding our spirit or when our thoughts are trying to feed our flesh so we are able to decipher and have discernment and recognize. And that is truly, I believe, the way to resisting temptation is recognizing that some of your thoughts aren't your own and being able to filter out what is of the flesh and what is of the spirit and truly letting your spirit take over and not allow your flesh to have control. Letting your flesh slowly die and wither away, not feeding the flesh. What happens when you feed something? You give it its nourishment, it grows, it has nutrition. What happens when you starve something? It is malnourished, it is deficient, it is withering, it dies. And so we want our flesh to die. Getting close to God is what's going to be able to strengthen us, to be able to resist acting upon the ungodly thoughts that come into our mind, the ungodly temptations that come into our mind. And it's like a muscle. When you first start out, it is going to be sore. You are not going to want to do it. You are not going to want to be consistent. But if you push through, it actually becomes so much easier. Matter of fact, it becomes so much easier that your body actually plateaus and then you have to level up and then you have to start all over. And But you've built a foundation to where you are strengthened from doing this work, this exercise. So now you are able to bear the weight. Now you are able to handle the load. And that is the same thing with feeding our spirit. It is not going to be comfortable at first. It is going to hurt. It's going to hurt when you're rejecting going out. It's going to hurt when you're rejecting going and accepting these, you know, things. And you know you're not supposed to be even entertaining it. Like, you know, just going against what we're supposed to be doing. Our responsibilities. And even just spending time with God. Reading His Word. There's a reason why our flesh is trying to especially take over in certain moments and make us not want to read the word, make us not want to spend time with God, make us not want to do the things that we know we need to do. It's because it's trying to prevent new growth, new access, new doors for you. But... If you decide to resist this, these thoughts and do what you know is right, this is when you push through. This is when you have your breakthrough. And that's exactly what the enemy does not want. Your flesh does not care about that. It cares about what it wants. It cares about gratification. But when you come into Christ, you recognize that life is not about, life with God is not about instant gratification. Life with God is about what's best for you. And what's best for you oftentimes does not feel good. It's painful. It sucks. You want to give up. 
but you understand that you have to keep going. You have to keep doing this because it's what's right for you. This is why God says that the narrow path is so very few chosen. A lot of people go on the path that, you know, leads to hell because it's instant gratification. Not pe- not many people are willing to actually delay instant gratification. But what people don't realize is when you delay instant gratification for God to make it the best timing in your life and in his will, you will have permanent gratification. Instant gratification leads to disappointment, failure, unsuccessfulness. So you may have a long streak. But it always comes to an end. God's way is the only way that actually will not perish and will sustain and actually be abundant. We are living in a time where the world is crazy. It really is. But do you know that if you walk in the will of God for your life, if you resist your flesh and temptation and you follow your spirit and the Lord that you will literally be a walking testimony in this world people are going to be so dumbfounded of how you made it how did you make it through that how was there a way made God is literally going to shock people and I don't know about you but I want those blessings I want those blessings. I want to be used by God as a testimony to show God's goodness, his mercy, and his graciousness, and how abundantly blessed God will make you when you literally are obedient to him and follow his will and walk the narrow path. This word is for people who are tired of being lukewarm. Because God says, I will spew you out of my mouth if you are lukewarm either be hot or cold either be on fire for me or not about me at all i want to be on fire for god and although it may take way longer than other people in this world because everybody wants instant gratification i will patiently wait i will have my meltdowns I will have my days of impatience. I will have my days of questioning God. I will have my days of being very tempted. But what I will have is the blessing waiting in faith and expectancy for God to do it. And having it done the right way. Not having to question when this thing comes. Is this really of God? You know, is this really the right thing for me? No. I will have no absolute no questions because I stay 10 tones down for God. And I know that that's what you want to if you're listening to this message. So I really hope that this word helped encourage you and gave you an understanding on how you can resist temptation because we I often think like God it's it feels like it's so impossible for me to be this perfect person without sin and God was like 
baby, that's unrealistic. This is why Jesus was sent for you. Because God watched man and he understood there was no way that they could keep the law. And God loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son. And so all we need to do is literally let our flesh die and let our spirit live. That's all we need to focus on. And God is going to give us the strength to overcome these things in our own timing when it is right. We have to do our part. And yes, it's hard, but it comes with many rewards. So I hope this word blessed you. If you want to share it, feel free to. If God put it on your um, your mind or your heart about somebody, um, that would be great to spread the word. Um, yeah, guys, until next time, God bless.